Oh, what's up, bastards? Welcome to the Bollywood Boys Podcast. We are your hosts. He is Sean. He is Sagar. And we are the, the Bollywood, Bollywood Boys. Boys. So episode two, we decided to watch the 90s classic, Kuch Kuch Hota Hai. Mm. Timeless. Mm, mm. What a movie. Literally gets better every time. How many times did you cry? Be I, honest, because I, I saw you a couple of times. Worked. So if you say one, I know you're lying. <laughs> I, okay, let me count the times. I cried, I, I welled up when Shah Khan and Kajol meet in the second act and they haven't seen each other since the train since they said goodbye oh that was such a hard goodbye and in the end when um like the happy cry at the end i think it was the happy cry when, when salman uh, khan let her go when shara khan and gajal hug at the very end yeah that was uh, no uh, specifically such a specifically moment. when they pan to the little girl Okay, because she's already crying. Good God. Yeah. If you don't cry at this movie, you're fucking soulless. <laughs> yeah. Okay? You have no heart. Yeah. Can I just say how amazing of an actress that little girl is? She's great. She's so good. She was great. Perfectly cast for that. Seriously. Yeah. One of the great child actors of our time. Yeah. Uh, this movie... Wait, wait, wait. How many times did you... How many times did you cry? <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> I cried, I think... I think, all right, let's say <laughs> I didn't cry, right? I got teary-eyed, for sure. Uh, that's a cry. F- all right, that's a cry. Okay, fine. We both got teary-eyed. Yeah, uh, I cried. <laughs> you cried? Uh, four times. Opening fucking credits. I did, I, I did. R- I wrote it down. My literal, <laughs> my literal first note on my sheet of paper yeah. right here is, starts off so fucking sad. <laughs> And mine was, I wrote it here in the column, it's just Sagar cried opening credits. It's so sad. Brian it, it was like, dies. it was just funny because, like, I was like, this one's pretty heart-wrenching. And it was just like, it, it starts right, right out the gate. They, they start, they hit the ground running, pretty much. It's yeah. just like, it opens, Shah Khan's already crying, watching his wife being cremated. Ugh. And it's just, she's like in the hospital, there's complications with the birth, and then they cut to the opening, opening credits. So I looked over during the opening credits, <laughs> there was just, your eyes were glistening. <laughs> also, let's be real. My, I was like, oh man, I'm not going to call you out right now, but you wait till tomorrow when we record. Maybe I was a little high. <laughs> You know, it could be. It could be that. My parents are gonna listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> could be that. Oops. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so fucking sad. Yeah. To start with, you know. Um, yeah. It's Anjali's birthday. Right. She gets a letter from her dead mother. <laughs> it's it's like an emotional stress test. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And like this it, guy, it's like a sociopath test. <laughs> if you can watch this movie and you don't cry, yeah, that's how. A psychologist can diagnose you with being a sociopath. Absolutely. Yeah. You feel no empathy? God damn, what's wrong with you? This is Dr. Big speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I love when they play basketball. Oh. Because <laughs> they're so bad at it's it. It's really funny because that's like such a big part of the movie because it's like how they bonded. It's an integral part of the movie. How they that, bonded that's in, their best friendship right there. How they bonded in college. And, like, it, later in the scene when Salman Khan is, like, playing with basketball with Shah Khan in the camp. Wow, and wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Amazing, man. Too good. Just like Michael Jordan, my friend, you're too good. It's like, if you're gonna use this well-known American sport as, like, a, a character trait, as, like, a way to, to, to show us the chemistry between these two characters... Yeah. Just get, like, an American consult or something like that. I know. Like, I, I to feel choreograph like it better. If they have to be buff in a movie, they're right. going to work out. They're going right. to get trainers. They're going to work out, and they're going to be buff for that movie. Yeah. 
But if they play basketball, are they not going to train? <laughs> are they just going to be like, we got this. Yo, yeah, let's do the best whoa. you can. Yo. Yeah. It's so funny because we make fun of Indian people and have like our, like, you know, stereotypical accents of like what a fob sounds like. Yeah. But that must be what they think an American sounds like. That we're just blasted with polo sport across our chest. Yeah. And, like, just yelling yo all the time. Yo! Whoa! I'm American! Wow, 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 wow. (laughs) It's like they think that's what Americans do. Which is, like, a big thing I really wanted to talk about. (laughs) It's like, whenever they speak English in a Bollywood movie, how ridiculous it sounds. (laughs) It's we just, just like, sound like like we're uneducated. It, yeah. <laughs> you know? It, in the midst of, like, this heavy, intense melodrama, it's just Shah Rukh Khan busting out with, uh, uh, Squeeze me. Uh, she's not my time. She's not my time. <laughs> just, like, what are you doing, man? Like, this is a really intense scene. Why are you busting out with this shaky, quivering voice? It's, I really cool. love you. <laughs> just... I love you, Anjali. I really do. Like, <laughs> that little shake at the end, like, yeah, the what quiver. are you doing? It's like a quiver I, in his voice. I am putting it out there right now. Million dollar idea. A polstering doll of Shah Rukh Khan. <laughs> Why don't they have that already? <laughs> Where he just says this random shit. Why don't they have that? Like, <laughs> Squeeze me. <laughs> <laughs> She's not my type. Like, <laughs> It's so... I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's so sing-songy. It's so... I I don't know what it is. It's it's iconic, though. Right. That's, like... Unmistakably Shah Rukh Khan, right? Yeah. It's also kind of similar to the voice on, like... Did your parents ever make you listen to the Indian radio station? Like, there was a channel that only played, like... On AM Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? For us in Detroit, it was, like, 1460 AM that my dad would demand that we listen to Sunday morning, he would blast that. We couldn't listen to any other radio station. Oh, man. And, like, there's this unmistakable voice of, like, this guy who would do the commercials or whatever. Like, oh, welcome to Surathi Sweets, you know? (laughs) Or just, like, on ZTV, it's like, or or B4U, it's like, you're watching B4U. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that guy. Over-exaggerated pronunciation of... Any word in English, you know? Oh, man. Welcome uh, to Boogie Woogie, you know? <laughs> in Houston, we had a we had a radio station like that. Yeah. I, I don't remember what it was, but I know we used to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, and it was, they had it every day. Yeah. Uh, when I moved to San Antonio, we had nothing like that. Right, right, right. Um, but Houston, there was always a Father Amco commercial. He was a mm-hmm. big, like, uh, it was Amco's Insurance is what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was like a huge star in the Desi community. He had a commercial on like regular television, right? Yeah. Local channels. And the commercial was Chenya Chenya. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. like a James Bond type, fighting crime, saving the girl. What? But it was for an insurance commercial. And the whole soundtrack for that commercial, like the whole yeah. background music was Chenya Chenya. It's hysterical. Yeah, it was amazing. You're like, you don't see that. Everybody knew that song. In right. Houston, because of that commercial. Because of that. Yeah. That's hysterical. That's amazing, right? I mean, yeah, it's just like that That voice, it permeates every single, like, Indian medium when it comes to, like, television or the radio yeah. or in movies with Shah Khan. Just, like, that's how they think that English is supposed to sound. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But... Iconic. It and is. Very yeah. iconic. And I and really do think they should, put, they should make a pull string doll. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I think you should. I'm going to do it, yeah. That's I'm, a million I'm, dollar I'm, idea. I'm going to copyright that right now. Do it. I'll do the recording. I'll I'll do the voice. Yeah. <laughs> we could just get sound bites yeah. from the movies right. and just do it. So Gajal <laughs> was only 24 years old right. during this movie. God damn. What have you done in your life? I don't know, man. <laughs> what what was I doing when I was 24? When I was 24, I was I just graduated college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was running a Froyo shop with my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was getting ready to move to LA. Right. And I had like 
no direction yeah. at all when I was 24. She was... She Starring is, in a cult classic. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> what a life. Right. What a life. She was, like, 19 in, like, DDLJ. Yeah. When it was released, which means she was, like, maybe 17, 18 when they were filming. That's crazy. That's insane. That's crazy. That's nuts. What She's a, just that talented. Yeah. Uh, question for you. What? How did she end up with Ajit Devgan? <laughs> <laughs> this is a perennial question that I have in mind that I, I've never been able to understand. Like, how did Kajol... How did Ajay Devgan how did land he, Kajol? It, it is a great mystery of our time. He it's like, must be how really did the, smart. How did, number one, how did the pyramids get made? Number two, how did Stonehenge get made? Number three, how did Ajay Devgan yeah. land Kajol? <laughs> These things we're never gonna yeah. understand. This is like an X file. <laughs> this is this, this is, is an X file. This is a Ajay Devgan and Kajol's attraction to each to other. Solved. It's like what the fuck? Like this doesn't make any sense. Oh man, what a company get guy, on though. that shit, yeah. boy. <laughs> I love Kajol so much, and I'm She's so great. mad at Ajay Devgan. <laughs> yeah, it's like Chris Rock had this joke about like Janet Jackson and Jermaine Dupri's relationship, where he's just like. Yo, growing up, like, Janet Jackson was, like, this unattainable queen to all of us. Which, like, how could we get with her? She's just, like, the most gorgeous specimen on earth. And then, like, she landed Jermaine Dupree? And he's just, like, it's like you find out, like, Bentleys were, like, five bucks. <laughs> you just yeah. missed out on it or something. Oh. That's basically what it, what it you Like, you had a chance, dude. I did. You yeah, had a I shot. Missed it. You missed it. Yeah. I mean, she is 12 years older than me. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, when they got married, it's been, what, over 10 years now? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was under 20, man. Right. I wasn't ready to get married. <laughs> I couldn't have done it, man. Right. It's, it, it's okay. That's all right. On you, to the next. You'll find your you know, I'll find someone. The, the one way I, I can try to explain it to myself in my mind is that Kajol must have been curved really hard in real life. Right? Maybe by Shah Khan. And then was like, all I'll right, I, I guess I got to be with Ajay Devgan. <laughs> right? I mean, who, it's like, what were her options? Who, who, who else was available at that time? Amir Khan, maybe? Amir Khan was married, right? I'm not sure. Salman Khan was definitely available. Hey, hey, Rajiv. Rajiv, can Idhra, you... Idhra. Uh, hi guys. Uh, did you call me? Yeah. yeah. You're the only person named Rajiv. Alright, yeah. Dude, that we know. Just stop futzing around. Um, we have a job for you. Uh, anything for you guys. Can you look up, uh, if Amr Khan is married and when he got married? Also, can you look up when Kajo and Ajay gonna got married? Uh, okay, I'll get on it, sir. Thank you. Uh, just one question. Oh, uh, my sorry, fucking... Sorry, 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 sorry. What? Um, where's the computer? And also, what is a computer? God damn it, dude. Yo, we're deducting five worthers from your paycheck now, dude. I am <laughs> speechless. I have no words <laughs> I don't know what for to you. say. Why did you... Just kidding, just kidding. I know what a computer is. You thought I was an idiot. Bye. That was Rajiv, <laughs> our intern. Yeah. Uh, we apologize for that. He is not very smart, uh, nor is he very helpful. But he's almost free. <laughs> we pay him in Werther's. He's like an indentured servant, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's really embarrassing. But, I mean... Yeah, we're, get, we're just getting off the ground, guys. We're getting our sea legs, and Rajiv is just going to have to do for now until we find somebody that can actually get the job done. We'll check in with him at the end of the show. So, okay, so let's let's do a little, you know, quick summary of the plot of this, which has always kind of bothered me, especially now that I am looking at this movie with fresh eyes as an adult. Basically, Shah Rukh Khan curves the hell out of Kajol when they're in college together and breaks her heart into a million pieces ruins her life, and then marries the girl of his dreams, Rani. Then she croaks, and then he's like, mm, okay, now that 
my wife died, I can get with you now, you know? And then then gets with, with Kajol, you know? Yeah. It's like, it, it just feels like a little bit, you know, I, I feel like I can't 100% get on board with, with how things play out in the movie, all things considered, you know? There's even, like, that scene where he's, like, holding Rani Mukherjee, or he's holding Kajol, right? Mm-hmm. When they're in college, in a, in, in a field. Oh, okay, this is and the And then grabs the her wrist. So, oh, Ronnie Mukherjee sees that, you know, oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure Gajo is in She's love She's like, oh, like, shit. I gotta like, get out of here. I think they have something. And so she walks behind Shah Rukh Khan, and, and he like, grabs her by the arm. No, bitch, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I really love you. <laughs> and he grabs her, her wrist. And it's just like, damn, dude, like... Like, you're... It's almost like... It's Mr. Steal Your Dignity, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what he is. I feel really bad for uh Gajal's character, Anjali, mm-hmm. as anybody should mm-hmm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. But Rahul doesn't make it easy for her at all. Mm-hmm. He is like blind that right. she loves him, you know. At what point I, does he figure it out? I don't think he does. Right. Or if he does figure it out. He figured his. Uh, he figures it out when she's on the train. On the train and that's he's when running. He, that's when he realizes. You know, and he's like, "Shit!" <laughs> <laughs> right after, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's it's when she throws the the dupatta right, and Rani catches it. Yeah, it's painfully obvious. Right. you know that she loves him. Tina can see it. And, you know, she cares. She yeah. wants to do something about it. But I feel like she should have told Rahul that, hey, stop being so much of a fucking horn dog <laughs> in front of yeah. Anjali. Right. Because she's seeing it and she's getting really sad. Yeah. She loves you. You know what I mean? But she was in love with him, you know? Yeah. It's like, what do you do? She's not really friends with Anjali, you know? She's like, hey, even if, like, you know, Anjali's my friend, I guess, I'm not going to give up my man. He grabbed my wrist in the field while he was hugging her, right? That's true. It's funny because it, it's so sad. Like, Kajol gets, like, curved left and right in this movie all day. You know, it's almost like, you know, w- Wiley you Coyote when he just gets, like, destroyed over and over again in a cartoon. Yeah. You know? Like chasing the roadrunner. <laughs> like, that's Kajol. Getting anvil. Like, no matter what. Like, he just gets so wrecked by it. What would you do in that situation What's if situation? you were Anjali? So if, right. if you, like, you know, fell in love with your best friend mm-hmm. and then someone else just came in the picture and you tried to befriend that person because, you know, it's the principal's daughter or whatever, Mm. and then she falls in love with your best friend as you are realizing Mm. that you are also in love with your best friend. Right. Would you have left or would you have stayed? Um, Her decision was to do what? To just get on a train and, like, just go home? She made the excuse that her mom needed her help. And she was like, I'm not going to live on campus anymore pretty much or what? Yeah, she was just like, I mean... I don't think she lived in the same city because obviously uh, they didn't see each other yeah, for like yeah. 10 years, whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, and but, didn't she even say, he was like, finish your final exams and go? Yeah. And then she, she didn't she say some line where she's like, I'm not, I'm not even going to come back for, for that. Finals. Yeah. yeah. She, she said, fin- he said, finish your final exams. And she said, I don't even think I'm coming back for the final term. Mm, I would probably just stay because <laughs> my parents were so hardcore about school. <laughs> They'd be like, who gives a shit yeah, what's going I don't on? I give a fuck About your little girlfriend. Yeah. Like, you need to get straight A's. We need to get this MD, it's son. not why get we on it. school. Yeah, yeah, who gives a shit, <laughs> right? I, it's, it's funny because, like, when this movie came out, I was, like, 10 years old. Wow. And probably way too young to have had... I, I, I mean, obviously didn't have any sort of, like, romantic relationship or experience at that point. But, like, just watching Kajol get, like, curved so hard left and right. Like, there's that, like, first scene where it happens hard where she, like, kind of dresses up like Oof. like Tina. When she's wearing, all like, all pink. And tries to show out That's in painful. front of the campus. And everybody just, like, laughs their ass off at her. And she's just, like, destroyed. Like, nothing like that had happened to me at that point at 10 years old. But it was, like, 
foreshadowing for, for like, my life. Wait, what did you do? I mean, nothing like that, but I was just like, I'm going to be an Anjali. (laughs) You think you are an Anjali? Yeah, there are Shah Khans and there are Kajals. There there are Anjalis and there are Rahuls in this world. And then and I like nothing had happened. But I was like, I, I know how things are going, right now as a ten year old kid, I'm just not an alpha male. <laughs> when when I'm old enough to like, like somebody or like be in a relationship, like yeah, it's just gonna th- that's gonna be me. I knew it. I think I am uh, Miss Braganza. Miss Braganza, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Braganza also. In this group of people who speak English, in in, in that like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you in know that in that dialect, dialect. Yeah. yeah what 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 is that dialect like how do we pin it down oh Mr Malotra Miss Berganza Miss Berganza aha it's fire it's it's amazing absolute fire I love the relationship Perhaps, yeah. between Anupam Kher's character Mr mm-hmm. Malotra and Miss mm-hmm. Berganza. Mm-hmm. What a fun, fun, fun dynamic, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, having like, like a teacher and a yeah, principal right. at the school, and they are openly like flirting with each other. Right, right, right. Throughout the movie, that his laugh, <laughs> his snore, right? It's like, oh my god, that was so. <laughs> so cartoony, yeah. Uh, straight up cartoon. It's so funny to me how the comic relief of Bollywood movies is just like a straight up freaking they're, cartoon. They're noises. It's like anime. Yeah. You know? Johnny Lever. Jo- Johnny Lever. Jo- Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> what else does he say? Oh, stop following me. Don't do that. Your son is gone mad. <laughs> Daddy gone mad. Yeah. Hey, who's name? Hey, my name is Yeah, he's like Popeye. Yeah. I stand by. You're a cheater. <laughs> You're a cheater. You're cheating. This is cheating. You are a cheater. Huh? My God, dude. Got to bust a blood vessel. I stand by this. Kevin Hart is just a, a poor man's Johnny Liver, dude. I 100% agree. Straight up. He looks just like him. Yeah. Well, kind of. He looks like him. They look exactly the same. <laughs> he, the, he acts like him. Yeah. His, his comedy is very similar. Kevin Hart is probably... Such a closet Bollywood fan, like you have no idea. He just studied this guy's moves yeah. all day. Yeah, he's the he's his the, heroes aren't Dave he's the Chappelle. Kobe, he's the Kobe Bryant to uh, Johnny Lever being Michael Jordan. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one an- another thing you you said while we were watching the movie mm. that I thought was really interesting, and I found it to be true, what? was how Shah Rukh Khan <laughs> looks just like Jay Z. <laughs> it I've was mind blowing. I've always thought this. When I say this to people, either people say yes, 100%, or people are like, no, you're crazy. You're crazy, crazy. yeah. No, I saw it. Shah like, Khan and Jay-Z have the same face. I'm putting it out there right now. I never in my life it's weird, right? thought about that. Right. And then you said it, and yeah. immediately uh-huh. I saw it. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. It, there's, I don't know what it is. I think it's... Uh, it's the nose? It's the nose. Yeah. But Shah Rukh Khan's nose is a, a little thinner, mm. but it's it's got a similar shape to it. I mean, that's that's a full-on nose. Dude. Yeah. That's a nose with a capital N. <laughs> his nose is insured for millions of dollars. SRKs? Yeah. Like his nose, his tears... His eyebrows? His eyebrows should all have their own stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> Honestly, Shah Rukh Khan should have a star on the walk. Absolutely, of he should. He's the fucking Amitabh king. Should. Yeah. Uh, Johnny so, Lever should. You know what's crazy is I, I bet like Priyanka Chopra will get that before he does. Guarantee. Because she's so much Quantico. more of like a yeah yeah she, she's, she's crossed a, over. She's having a moment. Yeah. Fully crossed over more than any other Bollywood star before. For sure. I mean, we Anupam Kher is in some mm-hmm. Hollywood films. Anil Kapoor is in some Hollywood films. Right. Uh, more films than she is in, mm-hmm. but she has a running network television show where she is right. the lead actress. Yeah, that's, that that's is, crazy. That man. has never happened. I still can't like wrap my head around that. Have you seen it? I've seen Quantico. It's yeah. pretty good. I'll, Sorry. I'll watch it. It's not my thing, but like, it's like my sister got on a TV show, and I'm just like, I'm going to support it. Right, I get that. Right? I get that. That's initially why I started watching it. Right. Because it's like, I've seen her work 
and Bollywood films. Right. You know, and this is a really cool transition to see someone crazy. in Bollywood yeah. cross over into a network television show. Right. So initially that's why I started watching it, but then I liked the show. Right. So I kept watching like it. Like Priyanka being the lead on a network television drama is Mind like blowing. you know, for us is what I imagine black people felt like when Obama became president. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I was so oh, proud. Shit. I was so proud. Yeah. I like immediately knew all the words to the Indian national anthem, and I don't know it at all. <laughs> like, I just knew it yeah. and started belting it right away. Oh man! You know? uh, what was really cool when Quantico first was introduced, right? There was billboards of Priyanka Chopra everywhere, everywhere yeah. in LA, right? And that was really cool to see, right? It's it's weird even when I hear like non-brown people talk about how attractive Priyanka Chopra is, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, growing up, there was just this thing of like, and you know, it's still partly true, where brown people are just like weird looking, or we're like hairy. Yeah. We're just these like asexual weird blobs, you know, that are always just going to be on the sidelines. And we can never be, like, the lead in something. We can never be something that, like, other people, specifically white people, could aspire to or right. desire, right? right. We're, we're so when I heard that, oh, shit, when I read, like, YouTube comments on, like, uh, like a Jimmy Fallon appearance that she made, and people are like, oh, this chick is hot, I feel a little bit proud. Yeah. Uh, Back to KKHH. Uh, you know what I really want? Yeah. I want that necklace. Oh, my God. I would never wear it. I think I would hang it somewhere. Yeah. I would frame it. Bastards, for what Sagar's referring to, this is the scene where Rani Mukherjee is, like, lying in bed, staring at the wall. Doing nothing, staring yeah. at the wall. Just being brain dead. And Shah Khan props up a ladder, and in this weird, like, rapey way, just, like, is sitting on the ledge of her bedroom. But what and a G. Staring at it. What a G, though, man. <laughs> what does he do? He's yeah. like, he's like, uh, do you like f flowers or chocolate? Pool that person like chocolates. What? Lion with me, could be a USC putra. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> and he pulls the flower out of his shirt like it's them, a sword. I got them both in my polo sport green blouse <laughs> yeah. that I have on. And he doesn't give her, if you watch, he doesn't give her any of the chocolates. Right. He eats both of them. <laughs> What a fucking And dude. then he's like, he just like gets in a room, right. jumps on her bed, yeah. <laughs> puts his shoes yeah, on her he bed. Goes, he jumps on her bed. He's like, oh, can I lie down here? Yeah. He's like, like, may I? She's like, of course. And he just jumps on it. And he goes, nice bed. May I? Yeah, of course. Thank you. <laughs> nice bed. <laughs> oh, one thing he says uh, that we're talking about the necklace. Yeah, right, right, right. He said, uh, so he's wearing a necklace, right? And he says something like, you know, it's getting, it's getting really hot, isn't it? Oh, but don't worry about me. I'm cool. Do I I'm okay. I'm cool. And he pulls out his necklace and it says cool on As it. he says, I'm cool. Yeah. So good. <laughs> good God, man. Oh, man. So Where did he get that? Did he ask for that to be made? Is, is that a family heirloom? <laughs> That's cool. And why didn't he wear it in the future? Like in, yeah. in, in the present day, rather. He wore it for that moment. He was like, I'm going to drop this cold-ass line on this girl yeah. one time. He, uh, be he, eating he probably out my saw hand. it at, like, a cart at the mall, yeah. like, uh, as when he was buying his chocolates <laughs> and that flower, and he was like, I'm going to use this line. It's going to work. <laughs> the thing is, like, knowing India, like, it's probably so easy to find that necklace. Like, that's probably everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, Just I know, right? A, a necklace that after, says cool? After that movie. Oh, my God. For Con sure, after that movie. Iconic. So, uh, Anupam Kher, mm -hmm. I looked this up mm -hmm. uh, while we were watching the movie. Right. This guy has 399 IMDb Good credits. God. That's like the most I've ever seen on anyone. That's insane. That's crazy. It's like... He has... Tom Hanks has like a third as many credits, probably. Shah Rukh Khan has, like, a sixth of that many credits. Right. This like, guy... 
This guy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy works, man. That's exactly what I thought when I saw Anubam Khair. Yeah, this guy fucks. Screen. I was like, yo, this guy's getting it in. Like, <laughs> a thousand percent. <laughs> Anupam Khair. <laughs> I- icon. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, he is for real. He is. Just the platonic ideal of the fun dad. Right, he's so good. He is like he's he was so charismatic. He was Phil Dunphy before Phil Dunphy was that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, all these like classic iconic roles in Hollywood TV shows, and movies, all derived from, from Anupam Khair. Anupam, <laughs> Anupam Khair. Yeah, yeah. Straight up, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, he's he's great. He's a good dad. He's a good villain. Mm. Like, have you seen Oh, when, when was he a villain? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, shit. We're going to watch this movie soon. Okay, yeah. Uh, and he's the villain. Does he do it convincingly? His name is... Uh, last name is Saxena. Saxena. I don't know that I've ever seen this movie. Oh, you've seen huh. this movie. Yeah? For sure. Okay. Uh, and we'll, we're just going to watch it, and we're going we'll to talk about it. it. Yeah. We'll get to it. One, one thing I thought was so weird... I, I wrote this down. was <laughs> about... Like, and this happened in K3G, too. Like, this weird um, recurring comic device they use of, like, Punjabi stereotypes. Oh, right? God. I know exactly it's, what it's you're talking about. It's a weird-ass thing. Like, whenever a Punjabi person shows up in these, like, Bollywood movies, spit, maybe... It doesn't really happen now, but I noticed them a lot in this era that we're, we're watching movies from. Like, a Punjabi is just, like, a weird, like, loud, brash... They make them crazy. Like, you know, goofy-ass guy. Like, they're at an assembly for, or, you know, they're at, like... The talent show the or The talent show is, yeah. or whatever the hell that is. Um, this, like, stress test for children to see if they can talk about their dead moms without crying. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck they made it. <laughs> but, and there's, like, this loud-ass Punjabi guy with a huge turban in the back. Uh, like, the number one. Oh, number one again, number one. Uh, really whatever just, like, like, yeah. what are you... They do that again in this movie mm. with the little kid. They make him, yeah. like, the silent, weird kid. Right. And Johnny Lever is always, you know, like, passing him by and then looking at his watch. I don't understand what that means. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, I don't quite understand what that means, but I, I, I heard a long time ago that mm. um, it's, like, some joke that mm. Sikh people are like crazy after midnight or something like that. After midnight? Yeah. So like that's some huh. stupid thing that I heard. I don't even know if that's the right yeah. thing. But like that's why he looked at his time. Uh, so what what he's referring to, bastards, is when um the little kid who's been silent the whole time at the camp, you know, and has been speaking in like sign language, says uh what does he say? He says uh and like at the end? Tusijaro. Yeah, yeah. But no, he doesn't even speak in sign language. He That's just the like, first thing he says. He, to... he, he just like counts stars. Yeah. And, uh, right. and he kisses Anjali, the yeah. daughter. They ju- the, what is it? What's this, the, the stereotype? That they're like magical creatures that like can read the stars? And, I, I don't know. And dance at night? I don't know. Bastards, if you guys know the answer... That's kind of a weird Let us thing. Know. Like there, I want to know. I'm in, curious. In like old Hollywood movies, there was this um, trope of like the magical black guy, right? Like the Legend of Bagger Vance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there's like this magical black dude who like knows how to do tricks and stuff. Yeah. And like you know, it has a connection to like the other world or something like that. I feel like yeah, Punjabi people or sick people in these movies. Like, there's that similar kind of stereotype on that, you know? Hmm. They're just, like, a little weird just because they wear turbans. and Yeah, that's fucked it's up. It's really weird, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's fucked up. Um, racism within racism aside, that, that's like a, what would you call that? That's like a Russian doll of racism. Yeah. <laughs> like, even within our own cultures, we're racist against a subset of brown people. Yeah, that's fucked up. We yeah. gotta stick together, man. Right, right, right. We're all Racism one. aside, this movie's still a classic. Yeah, love the movie. <laughs> yeah. Love the movie. I see that shit, and I'm just like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Did you notice one thing about this movie and K3G? Mm-hmm. Is that they both start in present time, mm-hmm. and 
tell a story. A huge section of the movie. Half of the movie is a story about the past. Right. And it is to inspire the mm-hmm. youngest person in the family mm-hmm. to bring two people back together. Exactly, yeah. They're both directed by Karan Johar, right? I think so. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. Right. Yeah. So maybe that's just his thing. That's just his thing, Maybe right? he's trying to tell somebody something. <laughs> I lost this person when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need them back. He's just obsessed about Yeah, putting reading between the together. lines. Right. Yeah. It, the common thread to me is like, and we touched upon this when we talked about K3G2, of like these heartbreaking rifts that happen between people, you know, you're like separated from like the person you were in love with. Or you're separated from, like, a family member because of some stupid dispute. Mm-hmm. And in these movies, what happens is, like, this fantasy where, okay, what, what would happen if you got back together with that person? What, what would happen if somebody forced you to talk to that person again and you reconciled and you had, like, some sort of happy ending? Yeah. And you weren't forced to just swallow it and live with it, right? Yeah. You... I, I feel like that's a big part of why these movies are so huge with our people is because it's, like, wish fulfillment, Right. Yeah, it's like it feels like what, reality, what would happen if, if things were great. It takes a, a very real problem that people deal with, you know. What if you had to marry somebody that you didn't want to marry, you know, that you yeah. were forced to, that you just had to live with? What if, you know, and which is a real thing. And also, what if you were, you know, separated from your brother, your sister, your son, your dad for a long time, which is a real thing. Yeah. And what if we took that situation and you reconciled and everything was all good? So people watch these movies and they're like, oh, shit, okay, yeah. It, it, it feels it, magical. And it might help people, mm-hmm. like, realize to get over things and mm-hmm. to get past whatever argument there was. Uh, you think it has a real effect? I think it's a possibility. I mean, I think it's, the catharsis of watching the movie and feeling the characters have their reconciliation is as far as it gets. You think so? I don't know if it translates into real-world action. I think it can make someone think about their own life mm. and think about the person that they, you know, uh, cut out of their life. Mm. It will definitely make them think about that person. Right. The rest is up to them. But it will definitely... That's something. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> it's something. That's as far as we can get. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, if it'll make them do anything. Right. Uh, but I'm sure that's what the goal is besides, right. like, making money off of <laughs> right off of the movie yeah um, i'm sure you know they want to send a message the writers write it I because think so. because they want to say something mm. you know who who wrote it did garen jor wrote I, it? I, I, I believe it? he wrote it yeah yeah he's got he he's a good writer man yeah he's got good stories uh, it's just magical it like, really I, is. I, I i thought about this like pretty much in the opening credits and we kind of touched upon this earlier, but like when I was a kid, you know, being brown you know, or being, you know, like a Muslim kid, you stick out like a sore thumb and you just are a little bit embarrassed about your culture, right? It, it just kind of feels like, oh, brown people are weird, like our food smells, yeah, our religions are weird, our, our clothes are funny looking, our, we talk funny. You know, so it's just kind of this like deep down thing in you where you're just like, I, I, I don't want to talk about it in school. I don't want people to really know about it. I kind of just want to blend into the crowd. Maybe I'm speaking about my own experience. No, you, yeah. you're absolutely right. But, when I was 14, I moved to San Antonio and yeah. I was like the only brown guy in my school. Of course, yeah. And, uh, you know, when I'd come home, I'd be wearing what I was wearing to school. Yeah. My mom would, like, be cooking something. Right. The house would smell. And then, uh, you know, oftentimes I would contemplate, should I change right. before I go back outside, you know? Right. Or do I stay in these yeah. clothes, whatever. you got the secret identity that you want to cover up. Yeah. And, and, and part of that was, like, you know, um, the movies we would watch or just, like, the music that we play. I'd superficially, before I really started watching them, I was just like, oh, this is like this weird, embarrassing thing that my parents... Yeah, like, before you embrace it. It's just it. them holding on to, like, something from India. Like, they just, like... My dad listens to, like, this weird music. They watch these weird movies. And then, as a kid, when I'm watching these, like, classic movies for the first time, like Kuch Kuch Hotehe, 
or DDLJ or Mahabadain, whatever, etc. For like a moment, I was it turned in my mind a little bit. It was like, oh wait, these movies are I really enjoyed that movie. You know? I walked away from yeah. it. And I was like, wait, no, like, I really liked watching that. Because when it's over, you felt something. Yeah, I was like, there's something, like, magical about this specific movie and this specific era, you know, and watching that as, like, six, seven, eight-year-old kid, you know, that made me momentarily not totally embarrassed to be brown. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, And then, you know, the movie ends, I go back to school, whatever, I don't think about it, it's whatever, you know? And then watching them later, revisiting them as an adult, I'm like transported back and I'm just like, oh, I mean, I, I'm, I embrace my culture now. I'm proud of it. I'm proud to be brown. I'm proud to be Muslim, you know, to have that identity. Yeah. And then I'm just like, that, that's kind of where it maybe started for me. This like seed of pride was like mm. the first thing that happened was like, oh, these movies are so fun to watch. Music is great. We make these really engaging, fun, charming movies that, like, I'm proud to say that's a part of our culture. Bollywood's yeah. a huge part of our culture. Yeah, definitely. You know? And, you know, when I was a kid, uh, I would watch these movies in the theater mm-hmm. uh, with my mom. And, you know, I had aunts and uncles and cousins that would go, too. Mm-hmm. But that was when I lived in Houston. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of brown friends in school. That was cool. That was fun. We could talk about this stuff, you know. We weren't... We didn't hide anything because, mm-hmm. like... It was everywhere, mm-hmm. almost. Um, there was a place called Funplex, and that like all the brown kids <laughs> would hang out there. We had Eid Namaz there. Wow. Funplex was like this, like a giant warehouse that had skating rink, bowling alley, arcade, mini golf, bumper cars. It had like everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was like the hangout spot. And they had a movie theater there. That's where all the indie movies would play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a, a whole thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to worry about, oh, is this weird? No, because yeah. everybody was a part of it. Right, right, right. And then when I moved to San Antonio, I myself yeah. stopped watching it just, Bollywood films. It all reversed. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched um, uh, the last movie I saw, hmm. um, or the, like the first movie I saw when I moved to San Antonio mm-hmm. was uh, Mission Kashmir. Mm. And then I don't think I saw a movie, a Bollywood movie, for, like, the next eight years after yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because, like, I started making, you know, other friends, mostly mm-hmm. white friends. Yeah, you just and, try to blend. Yeah. I mean, what else could I do? Yeah. I, I, I do wish that I continue to watch Bollywood films. Right. But, uh, I mean, I was 13, 14 at the time. Right. All I cared about was, like, man, I just moved. I I don't want to be here. Right. I want to make some friends. Right. I want to find someone like me. Yeah. But that didn't exist. So yeah. I became, I conformed. Right. I became what they were yeah. rather than them becoming what I was. Right. The, fu- the funny thing is, you know, that when you're a kid and you're just trying to blend in and you're trying to downplay these, like, loud little, you know, um, idiosyncrasies of your yeah. culture. Right. And you're trying to suppress that. You don't want to explore that. You don't want that to be showing up in your daily life. You know, it's like this jack in the box. Our loud culture, our loud busy culture. You try to push back down into the box. You don't want it to like pop up unexpectedly. Right, right. You know, so we just like blend in in school. We think that like you know by downplaying that, by suppressing that, by you know, um, just trying to hang out with mostly white people, that you are blending in. And that, okay, like, nobody's going to talk about it. But it's like, you're never going to blend in. No, they know you're brown. It's, exactly. It's, it shows. It's funny because you don't see that you're, you're brown and that it's obvious and that it's on your face that you don't fit in. Right. No matter how hard you try. But to us, it's like, okay, this is the best that we can do to sort of just downplay our, our culture a little bit, you yeah. know. But you're never going to really blend in. See, so you, you might as well be proud, you know. Yeah. Own it. Shout out to all these the bastards listening. Own it. Just be proud. Ragapati What a song. That guy just wailing. Oh, the one that's like straight up in his face. That vagabond just wailing in the back of uh, a truck. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Uh, when you were a kid, yeah. you listened to that song. How did your dad feel about it? <laughs>
did he feel? It's so funny. Okay, because as brown Muslim people, that song in the middle of the movie, that's like, Raga Pati Raga Baraja Ram, Patita Papa Nasita Ram. Like, that song is fire. That song is great. It's such a good chant. It's so fun. It's like a rap, you know? Yeah. So it's like fun to say, and my dad would get so pissed because it's like, My dad would get mad too. It's a Hindu thing, right? Yeah. And I, no, I mean, no offense, obviously, right. uh, but like... My dad would be like, no, like, don't sing that. Like, yeah. that's not part of our religion, right? Right. That's, that's what my dad would say, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, like, we're so used to listening to these, watching these Bollywood movies, listening mm-hmm. to these songs, you know? So, uh, in so many movies, you watch and you can hear, like, Om Jai Jagat. Like, right. I know that whole, the whole prayer. Right. Just from watching Bollywood movies. Right. So sometimes, like, you know, we would just be at home and we'd be singing a song or whatever. Yeah. And that would come up and we would <laughs> sing that. Right. And my dad would get upset because yeah. he's like, you know, why are you watching these movies? Or you're saying a prayer yeah. from some from a religion that is not yours. It's not yours, yeah. Um, yeah. So pissed. Yeah. So mad. It's like, come on, man. Just watch Anupam Kher. Take some notes, man. <laughs> so why can't you be Anupam Just be Kher? the fun dad. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, Miss Magenza. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just, he's like a, a turkey that became a human. <laughs> That's what he is. Turkey? How did you? How did that come? Uh, like, I just thought about like his like throat. He's got this weird like guzzle, you know. Oh my god! This weird like skin hanging off the bottom of his chin that like jiggles whenever he laughs. I was like, Who's this turkey ass uncle over here, or oh, turkey uncle, <laughs> uncle turkey. <laughs> that's basically turkey jaja. <laughs> oh, that's just turkey jaja. <laughs> That's basically it. It's like, dude, what the fuck? That that live turkey is your uncle? Dude, don't talk about him like that. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. Rajiv. Um, hi guys. Did you find the answer? The answer to oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. You told me you told me to Google uh, the difference between Twizzlers nope. and Red Vines. That is not what uh oh, shit. Uh, don't tell me. T- uh, you you told me to Google the difference between. No, nope. um, I didn't ask you to. Well, I'm curious. What di- uh, what were you gonna say? Uh, the difference between Stretch Armstrong and Betty Spaghetti. It. No. Shit. Um. I asked you to look up uh, when Amr Khan was married. Oh, 1982. 1982. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so he was married before Kajal and Ajadevgan got married, obviously. When did they get married? I, I don't remember. Rajiv? Uh, I, I'm sorry. This is just my 36th day working for you. I just, I know. God uh, damn it. When are you going to learn how to use Google? Uh, what is that? Google? Google. Say, say it slow. Google. Goo? Google. No. Goo? Google. Goo? 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 No. Goo? Juju? No. Goo? Goo? Yeah. Goo? No. Goo? Goo? Girl. Ask Jeeves? No. Goo? Yahoo? No. Now you're... Dog you, pile? You know things. <laughs> Rajiv, fuck, man? you know I, things. I think you're just fucking with me right now, man. You're just saying different search engines that were done no, like, with. People like, don't use those ones yeah, anymore. what the fuck? Um... Um, Alta Vista? Get the fuck. You, you Every s- time you speak, I'm subtracting one worther from your paycheck. Oh, no. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get out of my sight. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know how much longer we can hang out of this guy. Uh, we are accepting applications for new interns. Yeah, so if you are in the L.A. area yeah. and you know anything... <laughs> Then please inquire within. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, God damn it. We gotta let this guy go. Um, back to KKHH. Yeah. Um. Oh. So, so 
please. Right. What do you, What did you want to say? No, you go. Okay. All right, can I go? No, you're not on the fucking podcast, Reggie. Fucking. Out. Sorry. Get out. No. Uh, Apology not accepted. Sorry. I didn't I say say it softer. I said don't apologize. Okay. Was your mouth cut? No, don't say it in fuck. Oh, oh my. my. Okay. Um, uh, what were okay, we saying? Stay sorry, there, sorry there, about you. that, man. Um, like the, the end to me, th- we touched upon like it, it being a fantasy, you know. Mm-hmm. And in the very end, what happens is, um, Salman Khan. By the way, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. This is what happens at the very end. Um, Salman Khan, um, like they're about to get married. And Kajol, like, face is soaked in tears. It's so freaking awkward. She has to walk down the steps and walk to Salman Khan and get hitched, and she's just not walking forward, you know? So Salman Khan does this big speech. Before we talk about this, can we talk about Salman Khan's intro? And then we can get to this. Okay. The intro. What is his intro? Oh! Oh! What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. That was... Fucking banger. Of, of all time. Right. In the history <laughs> of my Bollywood life. Right. Which is the name of our other podcast. Mm-hmm. My Bollywood Life. My Bollywood Life. I <laughs> yeah. like that. I like that. Uh, Salman Khan's intro was the fucking bomb. Right. Every single person in the theater... Got pregnant. Yeah, got pregnant. Right. Yeah. Their jaw dropped. Something happened with their ovaries. Balls dropped. Like their balls dropped. Puberty started for people. people guys started shaving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like that this happened. Weird shit happened, dude. Yeah. Salman, the Salman Khan effect, dude, is real. Babies started popping down out of nowhere. Yeah. That was, was the coolest. That's what happened when I was in the theater and saw it. That was, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And I, I, I love that they did the classic Bollywood. Back. Yeah. They showed yeah. the, whenever there's a, a, like a fire cameo, it's just like, you don't get to see the whole shebang straight up. It's just, you get a little bit of the back. You get a little back, you, you, you get, get a little, little arm of, over the shoulder. You get a little, a, a little bit of elbow. Oof. You get, you get some knuckle maybe. You get oh. an ankle. What else are you going to give You me? get the lobe. Oof. You get. The other lobe, you oh, get the shit. back of the head, mm. and then they turn around. The hair waves, and you get the face. And the fuck did you say to me? Uh, I'm sorry. God damn it! Fuck you, idiot. Ah, uh, but yes, Rajiv, you're right. You get the face at the end, and they show the fire ass cameo, and that's what happened here. They show Salman Khan, and it's just. Absolute glory. It is. A, it's a really beautiful moment. It's, it's really for an audience. It's really crazy for an audience that is. Uh, you know, first of all, you're so invested in this movie, right? right? You're 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 watching it. You know, uh, this is the end of uh, the 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 past story, and it's the beginning of the present story, right? Right. And you're just so emotionally invested in it. Yeah. Completely unexpected. Yeah. You know, you see. It's, a song is about to start, mm-hmm. as usual. And then you see it back, and you're just like, wait oh, a second. Oh, who that? Who that? Yeah, who is that? Uh, okay, it's yeah. another actor, whatever. And then he puts his arms up. Yeah. His, his right arm is touching the back. Of, his right hand is touching right. the back of his head. And he turns his head to the right, and you can see a little bit of his face between his shoulder and his hand. Right. And right then, everybody... Right. Every single person in the theater knew who it was, and everybody stood up and fucking went wild. Right. I remember that like it was yesterday. What's funny to me is like, I remember people going crazy, but I had never seen a Salman Khan movie and had no idea who he was. So people were going crazy, and I was just sitting in my seat. I was like, What the fuck is happening? What the fuck? That's just a brown guy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why are they going crazy? That was. That, like, right. I don't remember a lot of specific moments yeah. in my life. I remember, <laughs> I remember 9-11. I remember major things, you know? 
and that is one of the ones I remember. I remember exactly where I was, what theater I was in. Big moments. You remember Big moments. the first time your dad slapped you. Oh. You remember 9-11. I remember And you remember time. when Salman Khan showed up. <laughs> yeah, These all, three equal, all equally big. These three moments that defined you as a human being. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. But yeah, back to back to the end where. But back to the end. Yeah. Like okay, yeah. Salman Khan grabs Kajol mm-hmm. by the wrist and does this like big dramatic speech, and just so graciously, humbly, just allows her and forces her to just be with Shah Khan because that's what makes her happy. Mm. It's so. What a guy. It's so crazy. But what's so funny to me is that like. Shah Khan is such a king, he's such a just straight up pimp that like he, Salman Khan is so gracious to have the honor of like handing letting Shah Khan steal his own. girl. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's just like I would love for this to be the guy that that takes you away. Why didn't she say so? This is the guy that, you know, I was all chummy with earlier in the party. Yeah. And we had that little phone booth mix up. It was this guy? Oh, dude, he's a charmer. Oh, you mean when he broke the fourth wall? (laughs) When Salman Khan looks directly into the lens and says, confusion, confusion. Right. That pissed me off. Why did he do that? So Sakir's talking about this scene where um, there's this mix-up where, like, Shah Khan and Salman Salman Khan Khan are both getting calls from their respective Anjali's. And they go to the phone booths, but they go. They each go to the wrong phone booth. So Shah Khan accidentally gets on the phone with Kajol, thinking that he's on the phone with his daughter. Salman Khan gets on the phone with Shah Khan's daughter, thinking that he's talking to Kajol. Right. Right? Correct. And so they had this little funny scene that's, you know, that, a, a miscommunication. And they hang up, and Shah Khan and Salman Khan look at each other, and Salman Khan goes, oh, confusion, confusion. Looks into the camera. God, I hated that. And shrugs his shoulders like, oh, whoops. Yeah. Confusion, confusion. I wish you guys could see me right now. It was, yeah, he's... It was... Tiger's pissed. I was really mad. His, his beard is red. Yeah. <laughs> red I, hot. Because, I put Mandy on it. Because... <laughs> <laughs> so it could be this color. That is, your, your beard's like a mood ring. It changes, it, yeah, it changes by, depending by, on your my mood. mood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, uh, that scene just kind of came out of nowhere. But it is in line with the goofiness and, you know, corniness of yeah of of this movie. I'll allow that it. has like a funny goofy tone at, at times. But yeah, that that just that ending scene was just so weird to me. And then not what's not crazy? just because of how like implausible it was that like, oh, this is my wedding, my entire family's here, you know, just go with the guy you like. In real life, it's like, no, this Salman Khan's going to be like, no, we're getting married. We're going to have this depressing, like... Rest of our life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is what our fo- photo album is going to look yeah, like. this curse of a marriage. We're uh, going to do this because my family's here. It's going to happen, you know. What is crazy In real me. life, I don't care if you don't want to marry me, you know. Yeah. But, again, the fantasy is... No, go with the guy that you like, you know? So, That's why Indian people love it. So I don't know what the timeline is mm. between uh, that wedding scene mm. and when Shah Rukh Khan goes to the camp. Mm. Pretty sure it's like a couple of weeks, right? Maybe even like a couple of couple, weeks. Couple maybe of days. even like a couple of days, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, um, so Shah Rukh Khan gets this phone call mm. from his daughter mm-hmm. and she's sick. She goes, achoo. And he goes, zakam. And so he like, you know, flees over there. Mm-hmm. He goes to the camp. Mm-hmm. They spend some time together, you know, a couple of days, it seems like. And then Gajo leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next scene is her wedding scene, and then Shah Khan shows up there. Mm-hmm. This guy gets married that night. <laughs> All he wanted to do was go get his daughter some medicine, and he gets married a week later, yeah. less than a week later. It sweeps her off her feet. Yeah. Oh, man, that was... that. That that's, must have been. That's love. Yeah. So he got both girls. He, he, he had his cake and he ate it too. He had his cake and he ate it too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's funny because 
we watch it and we digest it, not questioning it at all, just because, okay, he's, it's such a charming story. We believe they're in love. You know, we go on this journey with them and we just buy it. And then you think about it. It's like, oh, shit, wait. There are questions. It's just weird. It's hard to really uh, unpackage and say, okay, I'm going to accept this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, this is the reason that we have this podcast. (laughs) And so we can address these weird moments or these these silly tropes or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, there is some crazy shit. But it's all good. It's it's a classic. And it is a classic, and I I love. It gets better every time I see it. Yeah, it it's I, so. I, I saw it like three four months ago. Yeah, and I I watch it again, and you still get sucker punched at these like emotional bombs that happen throughout the yeah, movie. Yeah, you know it's coming. Yeah, but you 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 allow yourself to feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these guys are such amazing actors and yeah. actresses. Oh my god, they are great. so good. Yeah. Um, I, I just wish that they would still make movies like this. Right. They the, don't. The thing that we've talked about before, or just touched upon, is that in like newer Bollywood movies, like the. They'll, they'll still have this sort of unrequited love storyline, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a lot of Ali movies are, are kind of pushing the envelope and doing really fun, different, daring things. Yeah, very But edgy. there's always going to be these romantic comedies that are reliable every year, right? So it's like there are, are newer movies that, you know, the, the, the couple in question is like getting to know each other. They're having this relationship just implied by, like, some sort of montage or something. Yeah, yeah. And then they just spend, like, two hours of the movie chasing each other, and it's just like, why do we care? Like, we are not invested in this relationship at all. Like, I feel like they just barely knew each other, and they're just chasing each other. Right, there are no stakes. Right. There are no stakes, and we're not invested in it at all. And then when we... Having those movies in the back of my mind, I rewatched this classic, like Kuch Kuch Hodahe, or like K3G, and... You know, this common Bollywood uh, storyline of unrequited love feels so much more earned because they took the time and, like, the first half of the movie developing this foundation of their relationship, of, like, showing their past in college of, like, okay, them playing basketball together and, you know, they're, like, just good friends going to school. Yeah. You know, and that relationship feels real and it feels earned. Even in this goofy lens that we see it through this like archie comic world that they're in where they're just like you know air guitaring and sharing friendship bracelets and you know turkey uncles just walking around (laughs) like even in that right even in that world we buy the relationship it feels real and then it's because we see history the payoff is hits so much more we're so invested in these characters and they're and they're like little the dynamic of love that right? they have with each other. In the second act of the movie, we we go on the chase with them and we root for them because we are invested in it and we feel like, okay, we've seen the bond that they have. We saw them grow up, right. basically. You but know? in other newer movies, it's just like, ugh, like, who cares, you know? Like, why am I watching... The, like, in, like, Bajrao... Mastani or, you know, Edel Himoshkil. Yeah. It's just like, who cares, you know? Yeah. Like, why am I watching these people chase each other? Like, I, I enjoyed uh, the the relationship in mm. Edel Himoshkil mm. between, like, in the first half. Yeah. It, it's because it felt like a different movie. Right. Yeah. But then uh, it didn't it didn't follow through. Again, yeah, because it, it didn't feel earned, you know? It felt like a different movie. It just right. felt like, why are they chasing each other, you know? Right, right. Or why is one person chasing another, you know? I think that's what we mean when we say, oh, they, sh- they don't make them like they used to. Yeah, they it doesn't, really don't. It doesn't feel real anymore, you know? It's not just for, because of, it's not just because of nostalgia. It's not just because I saw it when I was a kid and it hit me so hard. It's because it still feels earned. It still feels real. Right. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, I do feel like times are changing, you mm-hmm. know, like when it comes to Bollywood. Mm-hmm. They're really trying to make it, you know, 
uh, like modern day type stuff. Mm-hmm. They're trying to Americanize or Westernize every movie that they make. That's fine. I want to see a modern type relationship. Absolutely. But yeah. if you're going to do this, you know, worn out story about, you know, unrequited love and one person has an obstacle to get to this other person, if you're going to do that tried and true Bollywood trope, mm-hmm. then earn it in the first half at least, right? Right, right. But how do you earn it without telling a story about the past? You know, like, how do you do that without well, a story like this? You don't have like to do it with the flashback. In DDLJ, I still feel like it was earned, but it wasn't a flashback. But we just saw them, like, go through something together. They, like, you know, were in Switzerland, they're running around. Hmm. You know, yeah. on top of, like, the undeniable chemistry between the two leads, mm-hmm. It still feels like okay. They went on. They went through like an ordeal together. They bonded. You know, there's like a relationship there that's like based on something, on something yeah. real, and we saw that. You know, and so much of the movie is dedicated to just watching them sort of grow together. And that's then true. when they're separated, it, it hurts the audience more because they are like, oh shit, like, longing for each our other. heroes are just separated. We want them to be together, right? Yeah, that doesn't necessarily have to be a flashback. That's it's just got to be earned. It's just yeah. got to be believable, you know? Like, that's what Bollywood feels like to me. It's like, superficially, you see on the surface, like, this hungama, right? You just see this, like, crazy dance numbers and, you know, out there emotions. Just everything is over the top, right? But then if you actually sit down and watch it, like, there are small moments and small little lines of dialogue and truth to like the relationships it's how they f- how the relationships feel between you know like the father and son or mm. the the guy and the girl or whatever you know those feel really real amidst this heightened world and that's what sticks with you that's yeah. what makes it a classic right so i think yeah if you're just looking from the outside you're like oh bollywood's stupid right um what did you say about bollywood uh, you, yeah you came in at like you, the weirdest <laughs> part. You got it. You got to go, man. <laughs> I'm packing my bags as we speak. Why do you have bags? We don't have space for bags. I here. live in the studio. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, nothing. Bye. Sorry. Right. Sorry about that, uh, guys. Sorry about that. Jeez. But yeah, what I what I'm what I'm trying to say is. You know, uh, uh, Bollywood's a goofy world at times. It really is. But, Anything could happen but in that there's, world. But there's real <laughs> moments. And if you have those, that's what makes it worth watching and, and revisiting over and over again. And that's what I think Kuch Kuch Odehe has. That's why we keep watching it. There you have it, guys. Kuch Kuch Odehe. What a movie. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Bollywood Boys podcast. Remember to subscribe and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at bwoodboys with a Z. And like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash rate Daisy. Good night, 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 night,